the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Yes, it is. And not just Friday eat any Friday, but it's actually Friday before the weekend before Thanksgiving weekend. And so I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm sitting here going, oh my gosh, I have so, so many. If I don't rush to the grocery store to get all my ingredients, there's not going to be anything left. I'm sitting here all like, they're going to be a box of Jiffy corn mix, muffin mix, which I need. So anyway, we're, you know, there, but I got to, uh, I need to just chill. Because we've got so many topics to get into tonight that literally I feel like, you know, I, I've been smacked in the face all day long with, with with flags, right? You know how when you start dating somebody and you get hit with a bunch of red flags in your face and it's like, you better be paying attention. Um, otherwise, you're going to get sucked into dating the wrong dude. Well, not to bring up so many analogies here, but I actually kind of feel like that with today's news. It seems like things should be easing up as we're going into the holidays, but maybe that's one of the reasons why there's so much breaking news and so many things happening right now. Um, maybe they're trying to get it all crammed in before the holidays. Maybe they're hoping we're not going to be paying attention. Uh, whatever the reason is, there's lots to get into tonight. Y'all ready? You got a cup of coffee? You got maybe a little cocktail? If it's somewhere past five, wherever you are, or maybe you've just been hit in the face with so many stories today that even if it's early where you are, you decided to imbibe. But buckle up, get ready to go, because we are about to hit y'all with all kinds of stories and information that you really need to know if you care about what's going on in the United States. And one of the things I want to say before we get into all of these topics is I was struck today with the fact that how many Americans even know, most Americans have no idea that we are literally under conquest right now, if not already haven't been conquered. And almost every topic we have to share with you guys tonight kind of leads to that conclusion. So buckle up. Let's get ready to go. If you miss any part of the show, download the podcast, wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. In fact, that's my question for you guys. If you don't know the answer to it right now, you're not sure, then maybe email me during the show, at the end of the show. Have we are, are We're under conquest right now. Have we already been conquered? andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. I think I know the answer that uh, to, that uh, my partner here would give me. Let's go ahead and bring him in. He's the dude that keeps things rolling. He is, of course, the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame Broccolini. 
We all know that you know exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here's here's an interesting little twist, though. Maybe we'll, we'll, I do want to get your take on this because I think we've been conquered for a while. But I think we were colonized by a group of deranged neo-Marxists way back in the 60s and the 70s who've infiltrated all of the institutions and turned them on the average American. So I think that – I mean we're going through something now obviously with, with – schools in Oakland raising the Palestine flag above their schools and lowering the American one. But I do think we were conquered by a, uh, a sort of, what do you want? I don't want to call it a, it's a left wing ideology, but it's all of them mixed together. They're all godless. They're all incredibly sadistic and they're designed to destroy America. So that process has been rolling for a while. Well, the process has been rolling. The question is, is it complete? Because you already mentioned one of the stories we're going to get into tonight. Let's get back to yesterday. Because there was at least an attempt of conquest yesterday at, it, at it, what many people thought was a surprising destination. And it was the headquarters of the Democrat Party last night. You know, cancel culture. People, you know, it, it, I, I'm kind of flashing back to that in, in case you didn't realize it. An angry, anti-Palestinian, pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist crowd stormed the DNC headquarters last night in uh, in DC in Washington DC demanding a ceasefire and, and one of the first things i thought of was you know the the left when they started pushing for for cancel culture as an extension of political correctness uh you know so many people you know thought that they celebrated it because they thought it could never happen to one of their own and then of course we started seeing hollywood people uh being subjected to cancel culture in the summer of 2020, the summer of love, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa roamed around the country beating business owners, black business owners, in, in part over the head with two by fours, killing cops, seizing properties, uh, the, the left celebrated it. Well, we kind of had a similar scene happen last night at the DNC headquarters. And they were there. And, and, and the interesting, let's just juxtapose this, by the way, with the fact that the day before we had over 200,000, 200,000 in D.C. marching peacefully and prayerfully in a pro-Israel rally where there were no monuments desecrated. There was no screams of profanity, no threats against a sitting president of the United States, no red paint being thrown, just peacefully and prayerfully supporting Israel. That's what what repre- that is what represents the MAGA movement. Actually, it's about pro freedom. It's about fro- pro uh, religious expression. Pro First Amendment. It's about it's it's about uh, supporting a battle against evil. And then you contrast that with this angry mob that dissented on the DNC last night, demanding a ceasefire. They were there literally in support of terrorists. I'm, I pulled a couple clips today from what happened there, and I'm not sure. Uh, I thought I pulled a couple. I think we've got some some of the some of it. it, it you're going to get more of a picture of it if you look at the video. There was there's not a whole lot of great sound we can we can pull from it. Um, so let's go to a clip, Sesame Broccolini. Of that I thought was particularly telling, and it is of one of the uh, terrorists, oh, excuse me, protesters outside the DNC and her account of what was happening. We are outside the DNC. We're outside the Democratic Party headquarters. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to let you respond to that in a moment, but here's a couple of things I want to point out. First of all, these were, according to uh, the Capitol Police, there were approximately 150 of these terrorists that were illegally and violently protesting. You do not have the right to descend upon a, a private property. The First Amendment does not give you the right to go and descend into private property. That's trespassing. Have we not all seen Americans that have been thrown into gulags and denied bail for trespassing? According to Representative Democrat Representative uh, Sherman, uh, I believe out of California, they were they were, and this is a Democrat. He said that they were violent, they were pepper spraying cops, and they were literally trying to break into the building, and they refused to leave. No, I, I watched plenty of the video, and I encourage you to do so. There was not, I did not see any footage of any Capitol Police just beating up any of these protesters, nor did I see any thrown down the stairs. Yes, they were shoved because these people were on private property attempting to break into the building, attacking cops with pepper spray, and that's according to Democrats. And yes, if you are not going to leave, the police have a right to physically remove you. If you come onto my private property and I don't care if you're there to protest something I say on the show, you've got the right to peacefully protest, but not on my private property. And you certainly don't have the right to break into my home. Now, you may be shocked that I am defending the Democrat Party. I'm actually not. I'm defending the Capitol Police here who used to be considered heroes by these people. These people had no problem and celebrated the Capitol Police killing Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed veteran, at point-blank range for her trespassing. But yet they've got a problem with these people who refuse to leave being shoved out of the way? That's one point. Second point, did she actually just say that this the Democrats are supposed to be the party of life? <laughs> did she say that, Sesame Broccolini? Because this party... This part, the Democrat Party rests pretty much its entire platform on the slaughter of unborn children. Not even just up until the point of birth, but they actually think parents should have the right to kill their children after birth. We have a, Dem we have a Democrat governor on record stating that. And if these people cared about life, then they would care about the 1,400 Jews that were slaughtered on October 7th. Instead, they're actually there demanding a ceasefire as Israel attempts to defend itself, to stop these barbarians and terrorists from continuing to do so and get the hostages that are still being held released. She says the Democrat Party is, is supposed to be the party of peace. While you're there on behalf of terrorists, you're not the party of peace. I could go on, but I want to bring in my partner, Sesame Broccolini here. Yeah, the, the biggest thing that sticks out to me um, with all of these stories that really do intertwine um, is the danger of the woke moral reasoning, which basically says if you feel angry or upset or emotional, then you are able to be as violent as you want. Um, violence is justified. It's a legitimate tactic um, out of the rules for radicals playbook for enacting and demanding social change. Um, and it's incredibly dangerous to see it. And it's a complete inversion because 
when you talk about the conquest of America, America is not just an idea. It's a specific place with people with a certain set of morals and values and vision for how we ought to live. And this kind of anarchy is antithetical to all of that. But this is naturally what happens when you start importing people from, well, Arabic countries, Somalia, Syria, Libya, Iraq, and they start bringing their vastly different non-Christian moral framework, which says in large part that violence is a just uh, form of, again, pressuring people if you feel that your cause is right and noble. And these people, it's it's not some you know, peaceful exercise of the First Amendment. This isn't about gathering together to start a conversation to get to the truth. The founders, that's what they cared about ultimately, was getting to what is right and what is good. And this is not a good society. This is a society that celebrates this kind of toxic animosity in the streets these days. Well, it days. celebrates and just, conquest. And, and, and it does. And, the, and it also, just my last thing is just this whole, the thing about leftism that's so toxic, this whole wokeism mm-hmm. in general is that it robs people of the will to defend their own values, traditions, Mm -hmm. customs, and history. And so we've basically, we're going through a conquest, but I think it's voluntary. I think the American people have been conditioned to give up. We've beaten patriotism out of people. We've shamed the founding fathers and their legacy. Um, and we've we've demonized anyone that fights for this country, and that's what January 6th really was about, in my opinion. Um, the deep state is taking mm-hmm. this republic away from us, and they want to demonize and punish anybody who gets in the way. And that's any, yeah. any red-blooded American patriot who cares about the Constitution and cares about this country. So, look, it's we've lost the republic. Maybe it is done. I don't know what happens now, but there's a power vacuum, and one of these groups is going to fill it. Antifa, BLM, Stop Cop City, one of these groups is going to fill it. I just don't know which one. Yeah, and I, I we we have been conditioned to not just accept conquest but actually beg for it yes yep actually beg for it that's what you look at the conquest how many conservatives got mad at me for uh, uh saying no to these lockdowns oh well trump just wants you just wants to take care of you and keep you safe i don't need donald trump or anybody else to tell me how to protect myself or to keep me safe from a virus it's not his job and i'm not looking for that That to me was conservatives begging for conquest because that was the conquest of the communist system onto Americans and Americans literally begging for it. No. The answer to every issue in the world is freedom. That's what made America the greatest country in the history of the world. It was it was an experiment. The first country that offered no guarantees of anything, just opportunity Complete freedom, individual freedom, free markets, freedom of expression, freedom of of religion. And little by little, we've been taken over. The effort has been decades and decades and since our inception, quite frankly. And unfortunately, it looks to me as though those that are hell bent to conquer us have won. We're going to continue this discussion on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking about this uh, 
attempt to uh, conquer the DNC yesterday, a pro-Palestinian. You know what? Let's stop talk- calling them pro-Palestinian. These are pro-terrorist mobs around this country. Because that's what this, when you were demanding a ceasefire from Israel, you're on the side of the terrorist. So these pro-terrorist mobs, uh, pro-terrorist uh, descended upon the DNC last night, made false claims against the Capitol Police. Six Capitol Police were injured, by the way, in this. Um, w- what remains to be seen, uh, even Debbie Dingle, Debbie Dingbat, the Democrat, said it was reminiscent of January 6th. The interesting thing is, is you're seeing uh, a lot of silence on the part of not just the legacy media, but even the Democrats today, because they don't want America to be paying any attention to this. They don't want Americans to be connecting the dots as to what went on last night. And what it was really all about. And that this is this is the same, quite frankly, a movement, same tactics as Black Lives Matter. And there's really I see no daylight between Black Lives Matter, between Antifa, Code Pink and Me Too, uh, you know, busting into Congress and disrupting meetings. Um, and, And by the way. Uh, one of the main people behind all the funding of these pro terrorist, uh, uh, demonstrations is actually a code, one of the code pink activist founders and her Marxist multi million dollar husband. And if we had any kind of government, uh, there'd be some digging today into their bank accounts and they might be shut down for funding what went down and the violence that took place last night. Uh, what I don't know about is whether or not um, there's supposed to be arrest taking place. Um, but so far, I haven't heard, Sesame Broccolini, that the FBI is using facial recognition and social media to round all of them up and throw them into a gulag and denying them bail. Um, but I want to continue the discussion about um, that we we know that attempts to conquer us have been in the works. We've been infiltrated every institution for decades. The question is of the day is, have we been officially conquered? I believe that we have because we were talking about freedom. And to me, Americans have been begging for conquest, begging. Keep Pick us up from there. Well, and, and that's part of me wants to, I, I empathize with the situation only in the sense that many Americans through no choice of their own have been conditioned, indoctrinated, nudged to use uh, Barack Obama's guy, Cass Sunstein's language. It's all about nudging people, shifting that Overton window in a way that's sly and subtle and careful. So that way, public opinion, because that's that's the thing that really frustrates me about the right. And and this and this is the, one of the biggest distinctions, and this is why I think the left is unfortunately so good at these social movements. They get away with this kind of violence, and they rub mm-hmm. it in our faces, and then the mainstream media buries it for them. It's ridiculous. It's like they they want us to know we own the institutions, we own the media, we own the government. The intel spooks are afraid of us, or half of us are intel spooks. Just like the Gretchen mm-hmm. Whitmore plot, right? So who knows? Maybe right. there were feds on the ground at this DNC thing, just keeping everybody in, in line, um, shepherding on the sheep. I don't know. Um, anything's possible, right? But this big distinction, though, is that in a democracy, you either shape public opinion or you chase public opinion. The right has been trying to chase public opinion for years. Yep. It's not working. Leftists no. just tell kids as soon as they're born, there are a million genders. There is no objective reality. There is no God. They tell them what to think and how to think they start young and they hook people for life so i think a lot of people 
whether they know it or not, have been conditioned uh, very much like Pavlov's dog to think tyranny is a good thing and to think freedom and liberty are selfish and inherently evil. Um, in the same way that leftists have brainwashed white people into thinking that they're inherently evil or racist simply because of the color of their skin. Um, it's ridiculous, but the right needs to get better at this game of shaping public opinion. Stop chasing it. Stop being Democrats, but driving the speed limit. Start shaping it. Make yeah. culture. Like make statements. Do. It's just so frustrating to watch them because then we we set the stage for stuff like this. Leftists well, have we, the institutions. We, 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 they have well, they have all the centers of power, and they know it. And there's and as as far as we're concerned, I don't know who's going to step up and do anything about it. Mitt Romney, well, Liz so Cheney, far it hasn't been Graham, like Nikki Haley. Right. What, what's she going to do about it? Well, so far it hasn't been Speaker Johnson. Uh, much, I mean, he didn't even bother to. You know, it, 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 he just completely caved. I mean, he didn't even bother to ask for five cents. Uh, you know, off of spending. And there's a big story today that, you know, the the DOD, I think, or the military has, you know, failed its audit. Well, you know, why is that big news to anybody? I almost didn't even mention it tonight. Because, of course, you know, they failed their audit. Because we are com- we are so absolutely... One of the reasons why Vivek Ramaswamy uh, just really knocked it out of the park and just really uh, got the attention and just, um, and the praise that he deserved for the, the last debate a week ago was calling out the Republican party and saying, they're no better than the Democrats when it comes to corruption. And he talked about the military industrial complex, but it wasn't even just about that. He said, you know, what, there's something wrong when all these people are broke before they get to DC. And then suddenly they're worth millions. Right. And Nikki Haley was one of them. And then she turned right around and started trying to justify spending more money to Ukraine, just completely proving his point. And my point is that, uh, you know, we, we, uh, I, it, all the institutions are gone. There's no leaders right now in our government that are going to reverse course from being conquered. And it's going to take more than just messaging. Um, we have to take all the institutions back. And I, when I got really nervous about the state of the country was when conservatives were the ones begging. It's one thing. We can't just blame it on the Republican leadership in Washington anymore. When conservatives that, that I know were texting me, mad at me that I was against the lockdowns, I thought, holy crap. They have not just changed the culture in terms of the, the kids coming up today in their 20s and 30s. Well, in their 20s now because of the indoctrination in recent years, this has been a a slow creep, a slow creep to where even Republicans and and Americans that consider themselves Republicans and conservatives are conditioned for conquest. They've bought into the government having a role in our lives. They've bought into Obamacare. That's why we never could get it repealed and replaced. And I've had, and I've had, that was, that was part of conquest. If they could take over and seize control of energy of our lives and seize control of our health care, then they had complete control over us. And, uh, you know, here we are. I don't know what the solution is. All we can do, Sesame Broccolini, is keep sharing the truth every night and hope that we can wake some people up. You know, I can't imagine right now when a high school in Oakland took down an American flag and raised a Palestinian flag the day after the streets of San Francisco were lined with Chinese flags to receive a dictator in the U.S., I can't imagine. And of course, that right there, by the way, 
proves everything that I've been saying for about 15 years correct. I've been talking about the communist Democrats partnering with the communist, with, with the with the Muslims in this country. And there you see that happening right now. Our founders, I'm just going to say what people, no, our founders would be shooting by now. Would they not? Uh, yeah, this is a real 1776 moment. Um, and look, this assumption that we just, I think people really, really deep down, even if they don't know it, just take this country for granted. What the founding yeah. fathers did was extremely radical in the best way possible. God-given rights first. The government's whole job is to protect those rights and to make sure they are not infringed upon. Um, that contract has been rewritten. That social covenant has been, the bond has been broken um, many, many times over. The social fabric of this country is unraveling. I don't know if we're going toward a civil war or not, but even only in America could you have a civil war and then the North and the South, two sides, come back together and reintegrate. Where else in history do you see that? People mm-hmm. don't recognize how precious and exceptional and truly blessed this country is. God bless America very mm-hmm. literally. Um, and people are willing to watch it be trampled on, maybe because they think it's evil or maybe just because they don't ever realize that what they have here is so special baseline compared to ev- everywhere else throughout the, even the Western world. Look at what they get away with in Canada. Canada. Go to a protest, we'll freeze your bank account. Um, maybe that's already happening well, here too. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we already we already have Americans that have been punished financially in terms of like Laura Loomer, or, yeah, you know, right. or, or, you or know, debanked. De- yeah, yeah. Sure. We we've been debanked, um, not able to, you know, do. You know, there's there's people that are not able to rent an Airbnb. Um, because of fam, because of something some other family member said on social really? media, right? Oh yeah, this um, wow. I can't remember. Uh, there was some social media influencer who recently her mother posted that uh, she uh, her reservation with Airbnb was canceled, and uh, because of something her daughter had said, and it were and and that should remind you of what Vivek Ramaswamy was saying last week. These Republicans, you know, with wanting to ban TikTok, it's all virtue signaling when Airbnb yep, yep. gives all of their data to the Communist Party. Right. Uh, you know, our country is practically completely owned by China at this point. Now, what a lot of people should be realizing in a post 9-11 world is the extent in which our government gave our country over to the Islamist. Uh, Christopher Ray has confirmed what we've already known, that there are Islamic terrorists that have come across our border. So, you know, we, we need to start looking for uh, and, and for making sure that we are keep our heads on a swivel. We've got our ability to defend ourselves. I don't think we can trust our government um, to be I mean, when you know, there was there was a terrorist attack in Texas where uh, I think I mentioned in a last night's show. Uh, the cops arrived at a scene where hostages were being held in Texas and a cop was killed and it was an Islamic terrorist who was on the terror watch list. So clearly uh, that's another instance where the FBI uh, could have possibly presented a terrorist, prevented a terrorist attack and didn't. But it gets even worse because we've got young people now. Stay tuned for this. Coming up after the break, young people now celebrating Osama bin Laden. Stay tuned. 
K, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Girl. What? They found the letter. What letter? The letter. What letter? Osama's letter. So I just read a letter to America. And I will never look at life the same. I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. So this is a really good example of narrative control. Uh, Those are just some excerpts from different TikTok videos that young people are posting today, praising the great new hero of the Gen Z crowd, Osama bin Laden. I can't even begin to tell you how chilling this is. You want to talk about celebrating conquest. You want to talk about begging for conquest. It's bad enough seeing these idiots at these pro-terrorist movement uh, uh, demonstrations walking around queers for Palestine. Uh, you know, please, please go over to Gaza. <laughs> please take that sign to Saudi Arabia. Please go to Iran. Please, I beg of you. That's bad enough. But to hear young people praising Osama bin Laden, the destruction, the hate, the evil of that man. They hate us because we exist. They hate, these Islamists hate Americans in the same way that they hate Jews. They hate us for our freedoms. We have done absolutely nothing. What these punks, these young punks who don't deserve to live in this country have bought into is that we deserved to have Americans at the top of the World Trade Center on September 11th, standing there forced with either being burned alive or jumping to their deaths. And part of the reason why these young idiots are saying this crap is because this hashtag, never forget, as I have been saying for about 20 years now, is a bunch of crap. They intentionally, the forces of evil in this country, including the Republican Party and George W. Bush, did everything that they could to whitewash what happened in 9-11 and who was behind it. And it wasn't just Osama bin Laden. It was an ideology born out of the Quran. There I said it. We did. One of these TikTokers goes on to say that America has done nothing but go around and kill people and terrorize people since our inception. We have been the world's greatest force. Not only is it all of our technological innovations that we've created in this in, 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 since our young time as a country, but we have been the greatest force for humanity. We have provided the food, the water, the military forces to protect people. I, I get so angry. I need you to step in here, Sesame Broccolini, before I start saying crap that I probably shouldn't say. Your thoughts. Yeah, um, it's strange. It's very, it's very odd. I don't know. The, I think the biggest takeaway for me is that, f- frankly, the average young person just doesn't really know that much about Osama bin Laden. Um, and again, 
that goes back to indoctrination and what they don't leave. They always say winners write the history books, blah, blah, blah. That's not true. Deranged academics write the history books, um, and they force-feed them to kids, um, like Howard Zinn, uh, who's a revisionist. But that's kind of the thing, is they re all of this stuff with America being the oppressor, all the Marxist language, it is all based on this revisionist history, this rewriting of the narrative, the 1619 Project, the idea that America is uniquely and in, in, in inherently flawed and evil and it must be dismantled. They have to sell you that lie in order to get you to buy in to all of the rioting and the looting and the destruction and the tyranny. Um, but how do, but 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 let me back up because yeah, back up. Go ahead, go ahead. even as even as a kid though I, I i nobody could have convinced me america was evil how can you think america is evil and be walking around well if i may I mean, uh, hello i mean a, I, I you know you you i mean uh, do these people not have a tv do they not i, I mean maybe you know, not i mean you got to realize i don't understand of- you could not have convinced me when i was 12 years old that america was a force for evil you have to be so stupid on top of it. Yes, I, I, I have to start holding some of these Gen Z people accountable because one of the things that, that I get what you're saying about indoctrination. Well, what I'm saying is it's but, ignorance. I'm saying a lot of these people just don't yeah. know much about U.S. history or about Osama bin Laden. I don't I'm not saying it's not stupidity. Also, I'm just saying a lot of these kids go ask them, go talk. I talk to people my age, my friends, people that I interact with regularly. What do you know about Osama bin Laden? What do you know about 9-11? What do you know about U.S. history and colonialism and, you know, it's World about, War II? And yeah, the, the, these kids, yeah. they don't know. Any, so I'm just saying the kids who are shouting the loudest in, in praising him the loudest yeah. just so happen to know the least about him it doesn't excuse it i'm just saying there's a true. lot of ignorance here and that really shows oh, yeah. that's all that's all i'm saying okay no i'm i'm in agreement with you it's just shocking to me it's shocking to me and it makes me really angry at my country because you're too young to know what we went through in 9-11 and what that was like and and that's one of the reasons why it hit so hard for so many of what happened in in Israel in, on uh, October 7, because it was actually worse for them per capita. If you look at it on a per capita basis, the number of deaths, it was, you know, five times worse than what we went through, uh, if not 50 times worse here on 9-11. Um, but I will never forget seeing those planes hit the Twin Towers. I will never forget watching the, the the towers collapse and I'll never forget telling my husband that I knew that it was Osama bin Laden. And I knew that our government had to have known in advance and missed the cues and missed, missed the intelligence. But I but at that point, I you know, that wasn't my biggest issue. Now my biggest issue is that George W. Bush, it's and I always quote Rush Limbaugh, these Muslim terrorists killed us on 9-11, and we've been apologizing to them ever since. And now what we've got is generations of Americans who are actually now, not only do they not understand the threat that we face from Islamic terrorism, and we're seeing it bear out at the DNC last night across college campuses calling for Jewish genocide, right? We see, we see an open border where our own government is inviting this same ideology right into the United States of America. Talk about begging for conquest. These young people, these Islamist Muslim terrorists, I'm going to call them for what they are. And of course, I have to, I have to say and give the disclaimer, not all Muslims are terrorists, but all Islamic terrorists are Muslims. That's just a fact, right? If there was if there was millions and millions of Christians roaming around doing this, I'd have to say Christian terrorists, right? If they were all doing this in the name of Jesus Christ, I'd have to I'd have to accurately describe it. 
Um, you know, these people are begging for conquest. It kind of reminds me, one of the things that you you may not have heard either is, well, you might have heard of the ISIS brides. Oh, yeah, Do you remember sure. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, remember the ISIS brides begging to go over there? Many of them went over from UK, and then they were like, oh, gee, this ain't so great, okay, <laughs> where I'm forced to wear a burqa all day long and I'm being beaten and, you know, starved to death. Yeah. That's what these young kids, uh, you know, uh, w- what we've got going on. And so we've, uh, it, I, it's kind of shocking to me that I posted on social media every, how millions of people in this country right now know that a Palestinian flag is, is over a high school in Northern California and that the streets of, of San Francisco yesterday were lined with Chinese flags, that a Palestinian flag also is flying over a high school in Massachusetts. And there's not, there's not millions of Americans in the streets right now about it. What should we be doing? That's the question. We've been conquered. Maybe not 100%, but enough. We're submissive enough to where they've, they've already won. Or have we just lost a battle, but there's still time left to win the war? That's the question we've got to ponder. And we're going to continue to talk about that as we share other hot news of the day. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Tonight's theme is all about conquest. So many stories today uh, leading me and Sesame Broccolini to believe that we've known that the attempt to conquer the U.S. from communists and others has been in play for decades. Lots of signs today in particular that that has already occurred. One of the ways in which you can gain conquest over a people is having them being uh, drug addicted. It was one of, I believe it was one of Mao's tactics uh, many years ago, and certainly that's the Biden administration knows that China, that Biden's good buddy Xi, who was here, uh, you know, uh, that's that's you know one of the reasons why China is bringing fentanyl across the U.S. border. It's not just to kill us off; it's to it's to feed the dr- the drug addicted here. So Joe Biden, in his attempt, you know, he's always got to relate, right? Because he's so relatable. He's just regular Joe, right? So today he's talking about fentanyl and in his just amazing ability to connect with people. Here is what he had to say on the crisis. Uh, You know, uh, we're in a situation where we agreed that uh, fentanyl and its precursors will be curbed substantially and the pill presses. That's a big that's a big movement. They're doing, and by the way, uh, you know, I won't, I guess I shouldn't identify where it occurred, but John, I know uh, two people near where I live. Their kids literally, as that strange, they woke up dead. Some of them inserted in, whether (laughs) the young man did or not, inserted in uh, uh, a drug he was taking, fentanyl. Again, I I don't, Um, I hope. We can end it it there. So, um, Sesame Brooklyn, did he say that these two kids, they woke up dead? 
That was actually uh, surprisingly <laughs> well put together for for a ramble for for one of his average gaffes. I mean, that's maybe only one standard deviation away from the average gaff. I would say so. Uh, not bad. Yeah, um, yeah. I these mean, people <laughs> trying to sound like he can. These people. Yeah, I know some people. Man, their kids. They woke up dead. <laughs> <laughs> we were we he almost brought back corn pop i'm waiting for that yeah. I, I really want corn pop to make a reappearance uh and and i think he said at one point we've we've made some great you know i guess and i guess he's talking about his conversation with g we've made some great strides in like cutting down the amount of fentanyl we're gonna there is that what they're he was just saying? gonna directly send it to hunter biden so it doesn't go through yeah. the southern border <laughs> it's easier that way wow um Somebody somebody posted a meme today of Xi and Biden walking, and they said, oh, look, we've got the leader of the free world walking his dog. <laughs> uh, at least we can laugh, Sesame, because you know what? I think, uh, have we been conquered? Not 100%. As long as there's life left in me and there's MAGA out there, we've not completely been conquered. Um, I, the process is underway. There's institutions that have been conquered, right? Um, a lot of them, if not most of them. But I think we still, I think we've lost a lot of battles, but I think the war is left to be won. We're going to take a break. We come back. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. More breaking news to share with you guys. I want to hear from you. AndreaKShow.com, AndreaKShow.com. Don't forget our podcast. Download it wherever you get your pods. Go get a little refreshment and come on back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com